Welcome, Sonja Fliss. You are our guest here in Karlsruhe at the International Conference about Wave Phenomena. And I was very fascinated by your um, talk yesterday about uh, transparent boundary conditions. So could you maybe explain in a general way what are transparent boundary conditions and why are they so interesting? Uh, so when we uh, are interested in wave phenomena, it seems that um, um, they always uh, appear in a domain which are really big. Uh, so for example, the sea, the air. Or, and uh, so we always try to, to, to study the wave phenomena in large media that we consider, that we uh, suppose, uh, unbounded. I mean, infinite in some, uh, some directions. Um, so if you want to, to study a particular uh, phenomena near some, uh, uh, for example, some details, some, some uh, uh, aircraft, some, some uh, defects, some... It seems that uh, you, you you want to make numerical computation around this uh, this detail, and uh, you cannot make the numerical simulation in the whole domain because it isn't bounded or really large. So uh, you want to focus around your region of interest, uh, and to do so, you you you. You want to to reduce your computation around this region of interest, uh, but you have to impose some uh, boundary conditions around this uh, region of interest, which um, represents how the wave propagates outside and far from the region of interest. So that's what we call transparent boundary conditions. And that's why uh, it is uh, uh, really important for wave phenomena. So typically, if you put the simplest boundary conditions, uh, for example, if you suppose that uh, the solution of your wave equation is uh, is, is uh, just equal to zero, for, for instance, uh, then you obtain something which is really uh, far from the real solution. So you really need to, f to, to study appropriate uh, boundary conditions. So a boundary condition which really represents how the wave uh, propagates outside mm. this, uh, this region. And uh, yes, so that's what are the boundary, transparent boundary conditions. Yeah. <laughs> I know this, uh, so I myself, um, I'm working in fluid dynamics. And so An example which is kind of very different, but in a way um, the problem behind that is the same, is for example if you have the fluid flow through a pipeline, mm -hmm. you prescribe the inflow because this is really precisely the physical thing you really regulate and can measure. And then you expect from your everyday experience that of course the outflow of this pipeline should be part of the solution. Mm -hmm. Because it's something which happens because of the inflow and because of the properties of the fluid. Mm -hmm. But, of course, from the mathematical point of view, it's completely clear that the problem is only well posed if you have a boundary condition on the outlet. Mm -hmm. So you have to come up with ideas what to prescribe there 
which is really something uh, which is um, exactly the right thing for your process. Yes. And um, that's why um, I understand, com understand completely how this is a delicate task um, to prescribe something where you have to kind of guess, or maybe this is a rough word, but um, to go with the flow of your wave, yes. To yeah. prescribe what's happening um, very far from your obstacle, or even because everything is so strongly connected near to your obstacles. Exactly, yes. So as you, you have to study how the wave propagates outside your region of interest to be able to impose this, uh, mm. this transparent boundary condition. And what kind of mathematical tools do you have um, available um, to make this choice of um, transparent boundary conditions? And then you know, um, as a mathematician, I know after you have chosen the boundary conditions, you will also have to prove that the solution uh, under these conditions exists and has the right properties. Yes. So um, how do you proceed? So um, there, there is a, a lot of methods. This is really a classical uh, problem uh, uh, in in people who are working on wave propagation. So uh, there are some people uh, who work on uh, what we call perfectly matched layers, uh, which are uh, layers which uh, surround your region of interest and uh, which uh, absorbs the uh, outgoing waves. And uh, actually, the, the mathematically, they use uh, uh, a complex uh, stretching of the space uh, variables. Um, and doing that, actually, what they, uh, w uh, when I say outgoing wave, actually, I, I, uh, uh, this is not. Um, <laughs> it, it is not so easy to to speak about these things. Uh, Uh, without any background, <laughs> but uh, the difficulty is that um, uh, in some uh, media, uh, it is not so easy to define the outgoing waves. And uh, this PML for complex media, for example, for anisotropic media or for uh, uh, heterogeneous media, uh, this PML... Uh, cannot work because they do not absorb the right uh, physical solution, the right uh, solution. So there is a other class of methods. So typically there with a lot of people who work on the boundary integral equations. Uh, so uh, other uh, which um, uh, uh, try to construct really the transparent boundary conditions um, and to do so, they um, construct, uh, they, they, they give uh, an explicit formula for the exterior solution, for the solution uh, far from the origin of interest. So there is a, a really a, a lot of methods, uh, but it seems that these methods do not uh, extend to the media that I, I really interested in, uh, which are... Uh, typically uh, anisotropic uh, media uh, or heterogeneous media like uh, media which have a periodic uh, uh, feature um, 
uh, and uh, I am interested in uh, elastic waves or acoustic waves in, in such a media. And it seems that these classical methods cannot extend to, to that uh, complex media. So we have uh, developed a, a new method which uh, uses uh, uh, really uh, um, simple uh, tools, simple mathematical tools. So typically for homogeneous anisotropic media, they, uh, we just use uh, Fourier transform. Uh, and uh, for periodic media, we, we use another transform, which is uh, appropriate uh, for the study of periodic media, which is the Floquet block transform. So it is really classical and, and simple, uh, simple tools. Uh, so the mathematical tools are really simple. It is more, I think, the method which is um, quite uh, a new interesting because it uses uh, another point of view than uh, than the previous ones mm. and uh, that you can go uh, to that kind of easy thing like for year um, transformations and for year series is connected to the fact that you try to cover things uh, with half spaces yes yes exactly the actually the only problem that we solve is half space problem so the idea is that you have your region of interest and you surround your region of interest by different half spaces, at least three, but four, five, as many as you want. For the half space problem can be, the solution of the half space problem can be um, computed uh, thanks to Fourier transform, Floquet block transform, or any uh, other uh, transformation which um, is appropriate for your, for your half space uh, uh, media. But because they are half space, uh, actually they, they, the half space overlap, so Uh, you will have different uh, representation of the solution in different half space, and you need to add some conditions so that this, represented, this representation uh, coincide in this uh, overlapping zone. And that's the, the difficulty of, of the method. Uh, but that's why the, the method is really interesting too. Yes, and it's also quite clear what you have to do, yes. So in, from, a from a geometrical point of view, you can really imagine to take like sheet of papers, yes, uh, which are parts of your half spaces, and you arrange them in a way that they make kind of a polygonal domain out exactly. of, around your, uh, yes. your obstacle or the thing you want to study. And then uh, after the lines, which um, point towards your obstacle mm -hmm. to the outside, there are the half spaces and everywhere that, where they overlap. Yeah, exactly. Most, <laughs> most of their space. Um, uh, you have to ensure that indeed this is the same solution there, yes? Exactly, that the representation coincides, yes, yeah. exactly. So mm. you need methods which um, prescribe conditions which ensure that um, there is always, so that the solutions coincide on the overlapping. Exactly, exactly. So that actually you, you have uh, uh, as many, let's say, equations first as a half spaces, And then you have uh, other equations which are linked to these uh, compatibility conditions. Yeah, to, compatibility to conditions which ensure that... Uh, they, that ensure same. that, that the, the, the representation match in the overlapping zone, yeah. Mm. Mm. 
And um, when you try to um, make this rigorous and write that down, um, do you really have kind to keep track of how many half spaces you have? Is there a big difference? No, not so, not so much. There is not a, um, a big difference. So uh, I always think about four half space because it is perpendicular, and then the the formula are simpler. Mm. But actually, the ideas are really the same. As a, yeah, it does not depend on the, on the number of half space. Hmm? And what are the, the typical results which you get? Is this very complicated to ensure that the solutions in the different half spaces coincide? Yes, Or? it's not so. Yeah, it was not so easy. Explain the method and to to think about the method. It was not so. It, it is not so so difficult, uh, but when you want to um, to prove uh, theoretical results, it was uh, yes we spent uh, we spent a lot of time yeah, and then we spent a lot of time to 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 make it uh, more uh, easy to to explain and uh, yeah we we like to do that to try to to find uh, the simplest arguments which will give you the, the results mm. but um, yes what it is really uh, interesting with that method is that uh, we study the more complex media before the simplest one uh, and uh, this is the more complex media which uh, gives us the idea about the method And then it seems that we we we, we have uh, understood that we can use it for simplest media, and uh, that uh, for the simplest media we were able to show theoretical results uh, that uh, leads to theoretical results for the complex media. Uh, but uh, yes, it was really interesting the way that we we have. Uh, uh, found this uh, this method and then extended to to. Because uh, normally people just think about the method in the simple, simplest case and they try to extend it for the <laughs> more complex yeah. case. But here it was not the case. And, uh, and actually the, the simplest case uh, allow us to, allows us to, 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 to take a, to, 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 to a step forward uh, to, to the method and... Uh, Yeah, maybe you really had to use uh, lose your face or your hope completely that the old methods will work. So for the very complicated yes. uh, materials, there was no hope at all, and then you had to come up with new ideas. Yes, and then that's with true. The ideas, uh, ideas in mind, you got a new look onto the more easy. Yes, more that's true. Um, that's true. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it works that way. <laughs> Um, of course, in the end, um, of it's always necessary to know what kind of solution you are looking for and to have the right representation of your problem and to be sure um, that kind of energy is reserved and what kind of things that you know that you are in the right physical frame as well. But in the end, you will have to calculate um, also with your kind of boundary conditions with the help of numerical schemes. Yes, And is this possible on the basis of you did on the analytical side? Uh, so your question is, is that possible to use 
Is our, this kind of a good preparation or is there already results or whatever? Oh, yes, yes. We have uh, already numerical results. Mm -hmm. So I have shown uh, some. Uh, uh, yes, the idea was really to propose uh, not a theoretical uh, <laughs> method, but a numerical method. Uh, and uh, and and to and actually it, it it is really funny to to implement this method and to 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 see if it works or not and actually the the, the numerical study sometimes give you some information about the theoretical uh, the theoretical property of your of your problem so yeah, for us it was really important to implement it and to have a numerical simulation and uh, and so to propose a, a really uh, practical numerical method. Mm. Yes, and then if you see um, the waves going through the field to the outside, then you have the idea that this is um, matching your expectations as a spectator. Yes, and so the boundary conditions are probably not completely wrong. Exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, somehow uh, yes uh, easy to validate the the the, the methods. That, yeah. That's why it's at funny. least qualitatively, and then exactly. quantitatively, one will have to see um, to have the right data and so yes, on. yes, mm. exactly. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, what is the kind of fascinating thing that you? started to work on, on such a complicated thing to try to uh, understand how the waves move through such complicated um, materials? Um, so the, the question is about some fascinating phenomena, for example. You, you, this is your question? Uh, <laughs> um... I don't know. For for, for now, uh, linked to this um, method, uh, I, I I think that uh, for this method, I have more. Um, uh, I I I am more fascinated by the theoretical open questions, which uh, which are raised by. by yeah, by which of course is uh, perfectly yeah. okay. I think. <laughs> It's so. more all the theoretical questions that we 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 have, uh, and um, yes, we 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 try to to uh, to extend this method to more complex media, uh, to 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 media that for for which there 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 are no other methods to. So yes, so I think that there is really a fascinating. Uh, uh, perspectives of uh, of this work. Mm -hmm. You are um, at the moment working at Enstar, which is near Paris and is one of the grand grand écoles, so the grand engineering schools, which in a way um, are the place where everybody wants to go to learn something when they want to make a career, not only in engineering but also in um, helping. Um, to govern the country very well. Mm -hmm. So in Germany, we don't really have this kind of tradition. Yes, <laughs> I think that there is only uh, in France where <laughs> there is this kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah. of um, uh, school. Um, the moment when you um, decided to do that, of course, there are many good reasons uh, why one do, does that. But what was the reason which was maybe the most important one? 
Why did you choose um, such a career or such a topic for your studies? Uh, actually, I uh, um, I always uh, I I didn't have I, I never had uh, some career in mind uh, really uh, during my studies and uh, for all the choices that I have made in my studies, I always have chosen the thing which uh, uh, interests me. Uh, The, the most and uh, and that I found really uh, fun uh, and um, so uh, during my studies I always uh, liked uh, I always liked uh, mathematics and I always uh, read uh, mathematics books and so I am really uh, I was really fascinated by mathematics and then um, I Sometimes I have made other choices than mathematics, uh, thinking that they, 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 these other choices would be okay for me because, I mean, ethically, for example, they seems to me uh, more interesting. Or and it seems that I, when I during the day, uh, I I was not uh, really interested by. I was more interested by the idea of the of the work than of the real work, and uh, I didn't find it fun or something like that. So really, I, I have continued this uh, mathematics uh, uh, study because yes, I found really fun, and when I wake up, I'm really glad to go to work to to <laughs> to to play with my equation and to find uh, some ideas and. Uh, But uh, I really had uh, a lot of doubts about that. <laughs> But I always uh, come back to that because uh, it's yeah. I think that uh, I found uh, I find it uh, quite fun. <laughs> so that you found a topic where you want to spend at least the next years or maybe your whole working life, because you know uh, at the start of your career you only have like. Um, you look out maybe for the next two or three years and you don't really make up plans up to 20 years. Yes, yes, that's true. Yes. I uh, always do that. I don't know where I will be in three years, but I know that next year I will be in the same place. <laughs> yes. That not just the next year. Because, yes, uh, after that, you know, people, can, people change. Yeah, something can happen. So I don't want to, to, to look more than... Uh, Two or three years, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, when you um, were at school, were you already interested in doing mathematics? Yes, yes. Uh, so, yes, as I said, I tried the other uh, biology because I think I thought that it was really nice to make biology. And <laughs> they are really... Uh, Uh, so yes, there is always an age where you, you want to, to save people and, and so on. But actually, <laughs> when I try to, to study biology, actually, it, it does not interest me. So, <laughs> so finally, I, I came back to, to mathematics because this is the thing which interests me. <laughs> yeah. And also by choosing uh, to study at Ensta yourself, so at this strong engineering schools, you also have to study uh, different topics all yeah actually i didn't next study other, so. i didn't study at 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 at, at Ensta. no i studied in another engineering mm -hmm. school uh, 
but uh, yes, I, I had to study uh, other. Um, uh, yeah, I had to. I had courses in other domains. Yeah, and so you get an idea while studying this course. Yes, if you want to focus more on this or on that aspect of your studies. Yes. Yes, Maybe yes. that's not such a bad idea. <laughs> exactly. But after my PhD, I, I really uh, hesitated about uh, continuing or not. And uh, I have met a lot of people for doing other things. So typically, uh, a, a science museum, for example, because uh, it seems to me really interesting to try to to explain to children or to so the idea of uh, working in in science museum was really a nice uh, and uh, actually when i uh, met these people and uh, and i really understand what they are doing every day i really understood that this is not for me it's, again it's more the idea of working in a, in science museum, uh, which uh, interests me, then really the work and what it is important is what you are doing uh, daily. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, so I I come back and, <laughs> and I continue with mathematics. <laughs> yes. So, thank you very much for taking time in this busy schedule which we have here at the conference. So today, thank you, thank you very much uh, <laughs> for having no, invited it's, it's me. It's really nice to have a first-hand experience um, on what's going on. And, you know, especially with this prescribing these funny, interesting, very important boundary conditions, which I could connect to uh, from my experience from mm -hmm. fluid dynamic, where we also kind of fishing in the dark very much. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. Okay, thank you.